Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson, pastor of Believer's Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. Subscribe to our podcast by visiting burningdogradio.com and clicking on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Burning Dog Radio. John chapter 1. Luke's account records all three members of the triune God are present here in this event all at the same time. Luke 3.22 says, And the Holy Spirit descended in bodily form like a dove on him, and a voice came out of the sky saying, You are my beloved Son, in you I am well pleased. So, all three present, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, and God the Father. Even the silver-tongued John the Baptist seemed (laughs) nearly speechless at the events that was transpiring before him. You see, John was not guessing. He was not just believing. No, no, he was a witness. He was a witness testifying what he had actually seen and goes on to say, this is the Son of God. We too are more than merely believing. Like a man committed to an ideal. No, we too have witnessed his presence, his power, his miraculous. So we too can testify, this is the Son of God. Verse 35 says, again the next day, John was standing with two of his disciples. And he looked at Jesus as he walked and said, Behold the Lamb of God. These two disciples heard him speak and they followed Jesus. Jesus turned and saw them following and said to them, What are you looking for? And they said, Rabbi, which is being interpreted means teacher. Where are you staying? Staying. And he said to them, come and see. They came and saw where he was staying, and they stayed with him that day. It was about the tenth hour. Now, John the Baptist was a man who was in many ways simply out of his time. He had gathered quite a following unto himself, and perhaps he was the only man then to lose everybody because, well, he was just simply too good at what he did, too convincing at what he preached. Many men would follow since then with great powers of oration. Gifted individuals who would use their abilities to gather followers unto themselves. But you see, John, he used his gifts to gather followers unto the Lord. It was well-planned obsolescence at best. It seemed that John was working to put himself out of business. What exactly was John building then? Well, nothing more, nothing less than the kingdom of God. It is God's pulpit, his church, his flock. Ours is to simply feed them, care for them, and grow them up as a surrogate parent, for they all really belong to the king. These disciples of John being pointed in the right direction by John began to follow after Jesus. Jesus turned and asked them something very profound. He says, what do you seek? And that's the same question that Jesus is asking today. What do you seek? Is it comfort, ease, material or financial gain? Or maybe it lies in the realm of the immaterial. You know, things like a position, 
power status. What are you seeking today? Maybe you don't know how to respond any more than they did in that day, but the offer of the Lord is the same. Come and see. The answer is in him, you see, and it all comes by following him. You can read every book and memorize the Bible from front to back. You can go to church every Sunday your whole life. But that is not where you'll find the answer. What do you seek? Come and see. Verse 40 says, One of the two who heard John and followed him was Andrew, Simon Peter's brother. He first found his own brother Simon and said to him, We have found the Messiah, which is being interpreted Christ. So it seems the first to get on board with Christ was Andrew. Now who the second individual is in this account, we do not know for sure, but by judging uh, the tone and, and certainly knowing enough about the practice of the writer, it is very easy to suspect that it was John himself. This young man who is recording the Lord's steps Andrew manifests uh, the fact that he was indeed in the presence of God by his actions of his life. Our hands, our feet, our words will ultimately speak in reflection of our hearts. Andrew went quickly to his brother Simon Peter, telling him of those famous words, words which have been echoed down through the ages from millions that have made the discovery as he had. We have found the Messiah. Little did he understand, however, that in reality they had not found Jesus at all, but rather he had inexplicably found them. And that is one amazing phenomenon to see. How God, out of all the people around the world, would find us out of the masses of millions, and individually, and, and then speak those immortal words to each one of us, follow me. Verse 42 says, he brought him to Jesus. Jesus looked at him and said, you are Simon, the son of Jonah, and you shall be called Cephas, which is by interpretation, Peter. Now, Andrew, once again, manifesting the reality of the presence of God with him, brings Peter to Jesus. He didn't try to translate the whole of the Christian message to Peter, nor did he attempt to be Peter's spiritual guide. He just got him to the master. And that is what we're called to do for those around us, gang. Now, many folks uh, would somehow uh, read this passage and come to believe that this is uh, essentially telling them to get that someone to their pastor or to their church, which I understand, of which no doubt is meant well. But this church and their pastor are not the answers. Christ has the answers. He's the only one who can do for the lost. I can't do that. Our goal is to get them to Jesus. Now, Jesus does something here that we might find strange or unusual. Again, he gives Peter a new name. Now, if we stop and we think about it, in many ways, Jesus does that for all of us. Upon receiving Jesus, we all kind of get new names. Before we were John Sinner and John Saint. We're all adopted now into a new family and rightfully take upon ourselves the new family name. Now we are 
John Christian. It is who we are now above all things, above American, above our vocational or professional names before any other label that we might embrace. We are Christians, just children of God with a home somewhere other than where we live temporarily in these bodies. Even individually, our name changes. Maybe your name was criminal or drunk or druggy or womanizer, but Christ has given you new names, saint, servant, teacher, preacher. That was our daily devotions by Pastor Tim Dodson. To learn more about Tim Dodson or Believers Church, visit jfbelievers.com.